0: everyone. It's April, and here we are again this week, and gosh, it's, you know, it's the end of April already. I mean, it seems like this year is just flying by. It feels like five minutes ago it was Christmas, but we're moving into spring. um, I've been planting flowers and, you know, trying to start a vegetable garden. Um, I'm at war with the ground squirrels because they want my vegetable garden, Uh, but it's been You know, when the sun coming out and everything every day and it's a little warmer. So I have a bunch of animal stories, but I think I want to just pick one. First of all, well, first I want to say that Guinness is much better this week. I think the coconut oil has made, I don't want to say a huge difference, but a difference. He seems to be a little bit more engaged. He's not forgetting what he's doing so much and he's you know eating well and sleeping well and he's you know of course with me constantly but he is doing better so i know it's not he's not going to get cured from all this but every day i get with him is a bonus that's how i look at it i wake up and i go okay another day with guinness i am a lucky woman and i start the day so i have a few funny th- i'll give you the, my one funny story of the week. Um. As you all know, I have peacocks and I have, we have some uh, pheasants and I've found over the years that the male pheasants sometimes can be real jerks. Um, They like to beat people up. I have one that I call him the serial killer. Sometimes I have to sequester him. Sometimes I have to, you know, even put him in a crate and put him back in the cage because all he wants to do is beat all the other guys up because he wants all the girls and, He's tedious. And so the best thing I can do not to get somebody beat up or, worse yet, killed, sometimes I have to catch him when I grab him by the tail and I kind of shove him into this, you know, big animal carrier and leave him in there for like a time out so that the other ones can have a piece and maybe even get some food because he's a jerk about the food, too. So it was about two weeks ago, I heard the female peacocks, they honk when... They're agitated or something's going on that they don't like. There's like a honking noise. So every time I hear that, I think, okay, raccoon, yeah, possum, something's in there. I go running out there. What was going on was Mr. Jerk, the pheasant, Had I had let him out that morning because it's okay, he's been sequestered for three or four days. Maybe he's calmed down and he'll be good. So I had let him out. I go out there to see the female pheasants in a circle around this guy. And every time he tried to get through, they'd stop him. And so I'm watching this and I'm going, what the heck is going on? And what was going on was that he was bugging them and they didn't like what he was doing, I guess. They were honking at him and they kept moving their little circle and moving him away from the other pheasants. They pecked at him. They yelled at him, and he just stood there like, what the heck's going on? I didn't do anything about that. And I thought, should I stop this? Are they going to hurt him? And, and they weren't hurting him. It was like they were telling him off <laughs> and pecking at him. So I went and stepped inside the cage because I thought, you know, I've got to make sure he doesn't get hurt. And the girls, you could tell they were just telling him off, and they kept nudging him with their beaks like you – You've got to pay attention to us when we talk kind of thing. It was actually pretty funny. Once I figured out they weren't hurting him, they were just conditioning him <laughs> to be better. He has not been the jerk ball because I watched them very closely to make sure that that's not happening. He has not been a jerk since this incident happened. So in a way I'm kind of chuckling to myself thinking all it took was the female peacocks to straighten this little jerk out. So far, in the last two weeks, he hasn't beat anybody up, he hasn't stolen food, and he hasn't tried to rape all the women every day. So he, I think, I don't I don't want to venture to say he's been rehabilitated, but I think this is what you all call getting scared straight, you know, tells <laughs> you know, it's going to be if you continue acting like a jerk. And so far, so good. So I thought I would share that because I never had imagined that the birds would take care of this jerk themselves. So I just thought it was interesting. I always enjoy all the animals here, but when they get into little politics or they get into little rows with each other, it's always interesting how it's handled. And these female peacocks were not taking any prisoners on this one. So I'm hoping it sticks with them. I hope he's scared straight, so to speak, so that he'll leave the other birds alone. But, his life so far has been one of, I don't want to say negativity, Just he's just being a big old jerk. That's what he's being. And I'm thinking that the female peacock straightened him up. So, Tony, do you have any peacocks yeah. over there that you can send over to straighten up my birds over here?
1: Not <laughs> a them. Don't, don't forget, I have a fear of birds.
0: Oh, I, yeah, how could I forget that? Don't. No. You would have have enjoyed this because you can watch him from a distance. When you were at my house, you could watch him from a distance. You would have enjoyed this because it's like he's getting his. (laughs) There is a God. There is justice. (laughs) He's getting his right now. They didn't hurt him.
1: They just kept
0: yelling at him and pecking at him. And he's been good ever since. So we'll see. We'll see. I'll report next week. I'm going (laughs) to watch him real close
1: this week and see what's up with it.
0: Oh, Oh, so Tony, everybody good over there?
1: Everybody's good over here. Um, Yeah, Uh, no issues. Um, We did take Duke and Alex in to the vet to have their nails cut and a hygiene shave. Of course, they don't like any of that, and I've been struggling with that for years. So I asked the vet to put them under sedation, monitor them, so they can do that kind of a cut. And yeah. Alex really fought it. Um, and then finally you fell asleep. Um, but, of course, they only did the hygiene, the legs, and the butt, and now the rest of them still has the wool on them. And I said, well, I thought you were going to do puppy cut. Oh no, well that's an extra three hundred. <laughs> <laughs> so now that my it dogs look I mean I already paid three hundred for just to have the hygiene and the legs and the butt, but I didn't know that it was gonna be more for the rest, so they just left them like this. And they look pretty funny right now. <clears throat> Oh, so
0: they're I'm probably
1: gonna... mad too. Mommy gave them a bad oh, haircut. Oh, it's a bad haircut. But their nails are trimmed, and the mats are off their legs, so that's all good. That's the only kerfuffle we had over here. Uh, well, I have little
0: little Biddy. I don't know if I mentioned it. She's got three teeth that are like peeking on the on the edge of uh, abscess. I took her oh, in no. for a wellness exam because I had to take Nellie in to have her eyes checked again. And he said, you know, the the blood test was all good and everything. He says, and there are days where she won't eat, and I and I that's one of the reasons I wanted to take her in. I go, some days she just won't eat, and I could tell she's hungry, but she won't eat. And so, what's going on? His take on it is that those teeth hurt, and yeah. some days they hurt more than others. So he said, "Look, he says you've got some time here. He says, but if she's having a hard time eating and it hurts her, he said you should do it sooner than later." So yeah, for sure, I'm. Go- I've made an appointment for next Wednesday um, to take her in so that she can get. And she and he says, "Look, we just have to pull them out." He says, "You know, there." He said that there's pockets. They're red and inflamed. He goes, "They're just
1: yeah.
0: a breath away from being infected." And he says that he says that I truly believe he says because her blood work is perfect, I truly believe that it's because her teeth hurt her. She's got you know like having a cavity and, and it hurts. Or and you know and if anybody's had an abscess tooth themselves, they know how bad that hurts. So she he's got to go in and get three little teeth pulled next week. But he said that Chihuahuas are known for that. and she's kind, well, she's a Min Pin slash Chihuahua. She's got the markings of a Min Pin, and he said these little dogs like this oftentimes have really bad teeth, and because you rescued them, he said, they may not have had, at a young age, um, the dental care that they needed, so he said, let's just get those teeth out so that, you know, and he said, well, do you feed hard food, and I said, well, no, I'm actually, I cook for them, I take uh, chicken or turkey, and and I chop it up real fine, and I, I give them sweet potatoes which they love. The sweet potatoes are really good for them, too. And I said, "That's." he said, well, you'll have to cut maybe the pieces a little smaller he said, because it's going to be harder for her to chew without these three teeth. But he said, right now, she can't chew at all. So, it's, you know, we're trading it up for something better, actually. So next week is tooth week for Miss Biddy. And I want to get it done before something bad happens. So, I'm going to go
1: get Veronica. Okay. Miss Tony. All right? I'm right here. I'm right here. All right. Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show today. And I really, really love the questions again today. And I encourage you to write in to innerwhispersradio.com. And that's I-N-N-E-R whispersradio.com. Are you there, Veronica?
0: Good day to you. Yes, we are here.
1: Okay. Our first question is coming from Michael. After passing out of the physical, do all humans end up in the same place, regardless of their earthly belief system?
0: there are always a few surprises when one crosses over, especially if they have a very staunch belief system. It's not, there's there's no clouds, there's no angels playing harps, there's no, none of that goes on. It is a beautiful, loving space that all energies go to. Regardless if they were good, bad, or ugly, you go to this space. You are met by your guide. And You go through everything in the life. It is a bit of an eye-opener for those who have these belief systems that aren't completely accurate, but the guides that are there to assist you through this process are loving. They are wanting you to have the best experience possible. So no matter what has occurred on earth, they meet you with a positive attitude and with full intention of helping you resolve and go through all the things that you did or didn't do in the lifetime. There are a million different ways that that could be done, but the true way of the afterlife is that you, you yourself, with your guide, look through everything that you did. And none of the other fanfare stuff that you've been taught by religious groups really happens. Now, you can project it once you get there, but ultimately you get down to the nitty-gritty and you go through the life. It's a loving atmosphere. There are no judgments and there are no negative comments made or snarkiness, nothing, but love. And that's how you go through your life review.
1: All right. Our next question is coming from Paula. Paula. Can a cat who has passed on occasionally come back through the remaining pet dog for a visit? Does the species cross over ever occur? Yes, it does.
0: a cat and a dog let's say they they grew up together, they hung out together, they were friends, and the cat crosses over the one. Animal creature that he or she was involved with was a dog. They were the best of friends. They trusted each other. They fought, they played, they had happiness, they had little bad moments. They were bonded and connected. The cat crosses out but knows that the family misses her and knows that the dog misses her as well. So, what the cat will do is move the energy into the dog. And how that is evidentiary is the dog will start acting like the cat did or start eating something that the cat only ate. There is a lot of evidence if one truly watches the dog that's left behind um, to see what they're doing. The species crossover, it's all energy. It doesn't matter um, if it's a dog or a cat or a hamster energetically they can go in and participate in their friend's energy. happens more often than you think. So if you have this situation like Paula did, observe it with that kind of knowledge in your head that, that yeah, that could be my cat coming through my dog right now because it wanted to say hi. It wanted me to, you know, regard it in some way. Now, if you witness this happening, we say, pet the dog talk about the cat, acknowledge the cat. It's actually a very beautiful
1: experience. All right, Veronica. Um, Next question. Debbie would like to know, Veronica, are you aware of and connected to those listeners who follow your show? Yes.
0: We are able to to energetically feel those who listen to the show. Now, we don't move in far enough to it to do details, because that would be an invasion of your privacy. But we are acknowledging that we do feel the energy, we do observe the energy, and we deeply appreciate the energy, because we can feel the love coming from all of you as we move through this, process that we do every week for this show. We are always connected to those who listen to the show. However, unless someone asks us a question or unless someone has signed up for a reading, we don't move into all the details of every single person who's listening because, again, invasion of privacy, not that we couldn't do it, it's just not done. And it offers the listener the opportunity to feel our energy as well. We're certain that some of you do, some of the more sensitive do. So, yes, we do connect with them, but we don't go in so far as to look at things that are private. That's not why we're doing this. We're doing this to connect with you energetically, and it's all about the love.
1: Okay, our next question. Myrna would like to know, If there is no hell, what kind of reception do evil incarnates feel when they enter the external existence, eternal existence? Are they aware of what they did? Does justice exist? Yes, it
0: does. However, it's not like a military court-martial trial, those who perhaps participated in evil things while on the planet usually feel very disconnected. And when they come into the afterlife, a lot of them from different religions and cultures have a belief system that may not be strong enough to keep them in a positive frame of mind. So when they participate on Earth, they do what we would call horrific things. So here they are. They come to the afterlife. They're with their guide. You would think that they would be contrite, and some are. You would think that the incarnate would want to do everything possible to fix what has occurred. Sometimes there is so much evil that it is a Herculean task to do so. And it may take that particular negative incarnate a few more rounds of help and participation to get it right. When the incarnate who has done wrong is there, they start to realize, because they're looking at all their other lives too, and they can see perhaps the demise where they slipped into the slippery slope of negativity. The review offers these kinds of things, and we think it's a spectacular opportunity for anyone whether it's negative or positive, that comes into the eternal setting to determine what they're going to do next. It's a golden opportunity to really embrace the parts of them that did some horrible things. There is no judgment. The punishment is the acknowledgement of your own failure to participate in a positive, loving manner. In the eternal, when they get there, even the snarkiest of negative individual energies feels the love, and perhaps may make a herculean effort to fix what they did wrong. They got off track. They got involved with their ego. They were influenced by other energies that they weren't strong enough to push back. There are reasons to fall off the radar into negativity. They're all addressed. And, yes, there is justice. There is restitution because if you've done a lot of horrible things, you have to go back and experience those horrible things or at least experience them in the internal environment and feel the pain, feel the agony, and allow yourself to turn away from that and become more positive. Now, they would have to come back after much rehabilitation to do sprinkling of positive, loving things. And a lot of times restitution for those that maybe in another lifetime they didn't treat so well. So, yes, dear Myrna, there is justice, but it's not like a public whipping post. It is a moment where it is intellectually talked of, it is presented in a very precise manner, and the incarnate has the opportunity to embrace it and become more and become better and more loving. And then be able to sprinkle that positivity back onto those that they did not treat so well in the past. It's it's not an execution. It's an elevation into a better way of thinking and balancing of energy so that the positive energy is the more dominant feature of the incarnate.
1: All right. Thank you, Veronica. Well, that was our last question. And you want to take a break for a moment, and come back and give the message to the world. All right. Okay. Well, this is a great show again. And, you know, I'm always encouraging you to write into innerwhispersradio.com. Don't be shy. Or if you want to leave a comment, go into the site. And above is a little click where you... Click on comments, and you can put your voice in there as well. So, innerwhispersradio.com. Are you there, Veronica?
0: Mm, Yes, we are. In physical reality, there are many times where the physical body begins to age, fall apart, become diseased in some way or broken in some way, and it's always a challenge to remain in the reality when these types of things happen. It's important for all of you when you become ill or if you have something in your body that is breaking you down, it's important to acknowledge it, but it's also important to fortify oneself because sometimes in the culture you're in, the treatments to get better from something that's debilitating can be just as bad as the debilitating sickness. So we'd say if you come to a point in your life where you are feeling like you're falling apart, please see a doctor and address it. But also at the same time, don't just put all of your focus on the part that's falling apart or the part that has become diseased in some way that's threatening your life. You participate in the medical care necessary for that, but you also Take a trip around your whole body and fortify the things that are going right. Fortify. Let's say, let's say you have stomach cancer and it's 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 devastating you. It's very easy to get caught up constantly in the constant stomach, stomach, stomach. That will be done, but it also is important to focus on the rest of your digestive tract. Eat well. Fortify yourself. Make sure you still, if you can, make some kind of movement because the body was made to move, not, not to sit sedentary. You can fight back at disease. Yes, you have to focus on it for the treatment, the particular body part. But we're just saying focus on all of yourself as well. Fortify yourself. Take your vitamins. Do treatments that are also very positive and uplifting to the body. We're just saying, think out of the box a little bit. Do the traditional. We're not poo-pooing that. But some of those treatments, as you all well know, are pretty devastating. So in the process of all that, you do that, but you also go through the rest of your body and say, well, this is working well. I'm going to fortify that. Oh, I should support my stomach by doing this. Those are the things that need to be done when one becomes very ill because your chances of survival and your chances of becoming better and eradicating the whole thing become more positive if you are taking care of the whole body. And we realize that sometimes treatments can make you even feel even sicker. We would say, take the bull by the horns immediately, fortifying yourself with some alternative treatments. We think that's just as important as doing the regular medical treatments that Western medicine has to offer. But also think about acupuncture. Think about energy work. Think, You know, there's a thousand different out-of-the-box treatments that could make you feel better and in some cases even fix the problem. So if you become ill, focus on the linear part of it, but also focus on the energy part and the whole body so that you can fight it from a more positive perspective and perhaps not be so devastated by some of the treatments. Stay focused and stay positive about your whole body. Don't get all caught up in just the one body part. We realize it can be devastating and it can, you know, permeate through your whole thought process. But it's also important to distract yourself a bit, do something nice for yourself. Go to a movie Go out to dinner. Just go out and sit in the backyard and watch some hummingbirds play. All of those things are positive, beautiful things that can help balance out any sort of negativity you may be feeling by being so ill. Give it a shot and see what happens. And in the meantime, if you're not sick, if you're not devastated, really focus on Fortifying your body, every single one of you, fortify, eat well, take supplements, do things with a lot of movement in it so the body can move. It doesn't mean dance or anything like that. It just means move, take a walk, do something to keep the positive energy in your body alive and thriving so that when something in your life becomes difficult or you become ill, you can fight it better. Keep yourself in good shape. And there is something to be said for that. you are what you eat. If you're eating junk, your body's going to be junk. So turn that around if you're in that little little pathlet and start eating better. Make yourself do it because poor food always equals poor health, and you can circumvent a lot of difficult things if you do so.
1: Thank you, Veronica. A very encouraging message, as always. And I want to thank everyone for listening to the show today. We'll be back with you next week with more questions. Until then, bye-bye.